0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Oh, my word, since I last spoke with you guys, I've had a break.
1: I thought you'd be refreshed. refreshed. I, however, am feeling poorly. (laughs) You
0: are not in the same room as me. You cannot feel me right now.
1: I'm not feeling poorly. I'm feeling poorly. (laughs) We all know that people are going to edit this, that you've just said you are touching me up.
0: That's what's going to happen. Oh,
1: God. And... Like, as Paul has started so professionally on this business podcast, I I would like to start with saying there have been a few mistakes over the last few
0: weeks. (laughs) When you you say a few,
1: Jesse. There have been two very big mistakes over the last couple of weeks. We've acknowledged one already, which was that um, potentially we the show ended and then all the nonsense that we cut off the end bits, luckily we keep to a minimum, so there was nothing contentious in there, a couple of funny bits It was just like Uh,
0: 30 minutes of randomness wasn't
1: it? Yeah, mostly blank but then every now and again me and Paul doing a little dance or us going oh this guy's really good, let's get started on the show and then I start just cuts out as we're starting the show stuff like that, so there was that one which I really panicked about because I didn't know what was in it and then last I completely week's...
0: understand your panic because I know what we talk about when we're not being recorded.
1: Uh, yeah, well, luckily it is when we're not yeah. being recorded. And then last week's show, when it first went out, um, we did the did, we basically put the show out, and I thought, great, this is great. I've double checked everything. I've listened to it; it sounds perfect, and all the rest of it. And what what actually happened was is the the top, the top and tail ends of the show from the Perfect. previous week <laughs> were used in the show because we we tend to record all of these in advance. Quite a few shows we do all the ends and things, yeah. and for some yeah. reason, I thought when I when we were talking um, about uh, Doug Hohulin, I think I've said that right. Um we I decided to, to to stick the Nathan McQueen ends on that show as well. So thank you for that technology. Oh, well, it's definitely the technology's fault, um, not mine at all. Jesse, I, I know I'm laid back about
0: many things, and I, I'm pretty sure you'll agree I was laid back about those
1: issues as well. Yeah, well that's mostly because um, I got them sorted before I told you. <laughs>
0: No, weirdly, you'd you'd kind of tell me about one beforehand, but I was in a meeting and I didn't get out until after you'd sorted it. So that worked as well. Yeah. Um. And actually, no, the second one, no, no, you hadn't, because me and you met up and went and did something before you had time to sort it. That's true. Yeah. So I'm now gonna I'm gonna give you a little, Paulie Newton nugget here. Okay. The reason I'm so relaxed when somebody else screws up, is because. I'm known as the person who just walks this through, does whatever he can, and flukes it, right? <laughs> we all know that one day it's gonna come crashing down on my head and something is gonna go wrong. So every time somebody else does something wrong, I'm like, "Ooh, wasn't me. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just... So you're yeah. fully
0: expecting me to do something.
1: So having been so professional and doing such an amazing professional job of this podcast, we're going to move on to, the, before we get started with everything, because we normally do all this at the end. And I know a lot of you, a lot of people are going to come and listen to this show just because the guest is amazing. This and is awesome. And very often what happens is they get to the end of the interview and they don't listen to me and poorly jibber-jabbering at the end. So I'm going to say this before we get going. Number one... Any reviews you can leave wherever you are, please leave them. Hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening. It's free. It's a free podcast. If you don't intend to ever listen to us again, that's fine. Just hit the subscribe button. It really helps. Um, Yeah. Give us a thumbs up on... I think it's a thumbs up that you can give or a five-star or something on Spotify. We won't know it's you, yeah, but It depends whatever. which platform. If you're on Apple or anything else, you can normally write a review. And that we're going to be doing Nuggeteer of the Week at the end, after the interview, which normally goes to someone who's given us a nice message or a review somewhere. And then the other thing, because we've been so professional... So if you, professional. If you've been around for just over a year You would have known that we were runners up For British Podcast Awards In several categories last year This year it's running a bit later Because they've been taken over by Haymarket They're a new company running the awards um, So you can still vote for us On the listeners choice Now we don't expect to win this We know no. that there's going to be some podcasts With billions of downloads a year And all the rest of it But the more votes we get the more we get on radars of the right people, and we've noticed that last year, and we want to try and do it again. That we're people are starting to notice Newton's Nuggets more and more. It's as it's growing. So if you could go to the British dot Pod- com, Britishpodcastawards.com dot com forward slash voting, just search Newton's Nuggets. It's like um, it's like a soft search. So if you, it doesn't matter whether you've got two words, one word, apostrophe in there, but write the whole name in. It will come up with us. And then you can basically go in, stick your email address in, and then you do need to go. They'll send you an email for you to confirm your email. Um, but they don't send you loads. Like I, I'm not inundated by stuff. Having done that, like they just do yeah. it just to double check that you um, that you're a real person. We can't just spam them, for example. But if you, you could can go do really, that, that'd be amazing. I'm going to
0: say on this. Right? I'm going to butt in and say it really matters to us at yeah. the moment. Because we know that we're being watched by some very interesting organizations. Yeah. So anyone that does a review, yeah, preferably a good one. Don't just whinge about me being, you know, unshaven or something, right? Preferably a good review. But we know there's some really interesting organizations that are teetering on the edge of working with us. And those reviews, those subscriptions, things like that, will make a massive difference right now. So thank you to everyone who has done it before thank you to everyone who's reviewed us before it it mattered then and right now we got some scary stuff going on
1: yeah we have and we're really starting to try like anybody who knows me and Paulie and has been listening to the show will know that we've been really really busy with other things for the last I'm going to say 6 to 12 months really and so nuggets hasn't been pushed as hard as We know that we'd love to and as much as the show deserves, but we are pushing it again. We've had lots of chats about how we need to really get out there because we've got (laughs) something. We hate to blow smoke up our own chimney. I don't know whatever the phrase is, but like fires under a canister or whatever. Stop. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) We don't like to big ourselves up, but... We the feedback we get from people who do listen is that we've got something special here, so we really like yeah every bit of help if you think that you like it or even if you're just here for the one time because you're here to see um Christopher this week, just just help us out. The reason we get amazing people like Christopher in is because the show has got to where it is, and we love having such big names and like Doug last week as well. incredible absolutely incredible, brilliant Brilliant. um
0: nathan finally getting nathan onto the show was an absolute yeah um he he doesn't take his work lightly the fact that he's come onto a podcast that takes the mick out of business and being too sensible just or right shut up this has been too much about us okay we're now going to do the shortest intro ever this is going over to christopher salem um Seriously, guys, this guy helps executives, helps businesses, helps small businesses, helps medium businesses, does talks for massive businesses. If the one thing you get from today is go and just do some research into the work this guy has done, oh, my word, I cannot believe that he's allowed us half an hour of his time, well, an hour of his time, really, to come in and record this show. Chris, if you're listening, thank you so much, mate ladies and gents let's do, shoot to the interview right now
2: nuggets.
0: hello everybody and welcome back right i'm really excited about this one i met this guy a few months ago in like a speakers forum where speakers meet up and chat with each other and give each other ideas and honestly he just blew me away we've met up a couple of times now since in other networking areas but the things that he was talking about the information that's in this guy's head I'm really excited to get you guys to listen to somebody that's, well, they're just excited about helping you grow your business. So, Mr. Chris Salem, say hello to everyone.
2: Paul, thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. I'm looking forward to our conversation, and it's all about helping what we share and helping each other to move forward in
0: our businesses. Uh, Mate, I agree. Right. We do this. We do the show because we love it. We love the feedback. And every time we get a somebody drop feedback going, that idea you dropped, it's helped us immensely. It's, it's just so cool. And I get people like you who are much cleverer than I am on things like this. When they come in and give information free of charge to help people they may never meet. Mate, honestly, thank you for taking the time out to come and sit with me.
2: My pleasure. Pleasure to be here
0: but you're an absolute gent, right? I'm going to start the show the way I always do. And that is giving you a bit of a platform for a few minutes. So Chris, I'm going to ask you, who are you? What do you do? And why should people listen to me and you chat about you for 30 minutes?
2: Well, thank you so much again, Paul, for the opportunity to be here. And I can't wait to share the golden nugget with everybody here later on, but just a little background. I always like to keep it personal. I'm a happily married man to my wife, Maria now for eight years. It is my second marriage, but I uh, had to wait a long time, but met the love of my life and just have one of the best relationships that any guy could ever ask for. And she's a, he, she's a great stepmom to my son, CJ, who going to be 16 years old in November. I've been very active in my son's life. Uh, he's involved in so many different sports. So as you can see, I love family and I'm really committed to family values and everything that goes along with it. When I'm not being a dad or a great husband, I enjoy working with business owners just like you and helping you to accelerate your business of where you are and where you desire to go. One of the things I learned uh, as a business owner that if we are going to get to the next level, we cannot do it alone. And I can tell you you know, firsthand, I was one of those people that was hard to break in letting go of the control, thinking that I could do it all on my own because I had a hard time <laughs> delegating the necessary things that were imperative to take your business to the next level. But I've learned from those mistakes uh, and learned from key mentors, how we can go about now focusing on the things that we're good at to learn that, how we can work on our businesses, not just in it. And with the right tools and resources, how we can scale that to the next level. And that starts with not only leading by example and establishing a thriving workplace culture to create more valuable customer experiences, but also knowing how revenue works and how it compounds to increase your net profit margin. When you truly can understand those areas, we can backtrack, find the right strategies that are gonna help take your business from where it is now to where you desire to be. And again, you don't have to do it alone. And I've committed my, my career to that particular area. And I love working with business owners from all different backgrounds, no matter where you're from in the world, uh, diversity is so important. And I always bring that to the table as well, when it comes to new ideas and innovation.
0: See, this is uh, right. I love some of the things you said there and we can't do it alone. I've been a solopreneur for far too long. Uh, as you know, I've now got Jesse uh, with me and helping me with things and kicking my backside. I've now got somebody looking after the admin and emails and and things like that. Because for far too long, Chris. I was trying to be everything. You know, even all the things that I hate doing, I was forcing myself to do them and then moaning that I hated doing them. And, you know, this person I'm getting to do it, they're rubbish. That's me. And I'm rubbish at those things. And it just right, I'm gonna I'm not not gonna get on a soapbox too much. But it does really wind me up when I see amazing business people forcing themselves to do jobs they hate doing, even though I look at it and go you know, you could pay somebody else to do that and they'd enjoy doing it, do a better job of doing it. And it'd cost you less money in the long run.
2: Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. You know, it's, oh. it's, you know, what it is, Paul is, you know, learning to get out of our own ways. i I've, I've, I've learned, one of the things I've learned the hard way. And one of the things I advocate for business owners is if we're going to build success in our businesses moving forward, we have to have a foundation. And that foundation is like with anything. If you're going to build a beautiful home or you're going to you know, fix, fix up a home, well, we have to make sure that it's, it's, it's you know, now standing on top of a firm foundation. Because if that foundation isn't firm, guess what? That beautiful home is going to have more problems and it's not going to last. It's going to come crumbling down. So not only does the business also have to have legs to stand on, that's systems and resources and people in order to do that. But before we even, before you can even look at that area, you gotta start with yourself. What is your own foundation? And for me, I had to build a foundation where if I was gonna build my level of confidence, be able to communicate more effectively to myself and then eventually to others in a assertive versus a codependent, in this case, a passive aggressive way, I had to learn how to shift my way of thinking, learning to operate from, not from the past and the future where fear resides, tied to outcomes and expectations, but to operate in the moment from intentions rather than expectations, trusting the process. So I had to rewire my thinking to learn how to operate from intentions in the moment and focusing on the things I could control, letting go of the things I can. And we could control five things as owners in our businesses, the communication to ourselves and other people, no matter if we're the sender or the receiver of the communication, it is our responsibility to be more specific, clear, and concise. The reason why most businesses have struggles, problems, and challenges is because we're, we're, we, bait, we base our, the communication on assumption and speculation. We just assume and speculate what people are looking for or what they desire. We don't, we're don't. we not very specific, clear, and concise. But I have the power to ask a clarifying question, to ask for more information so there is no room for assumption and speculation, whether if I'm the sender receiver. So I do that in an assertive way, not in a passive way. So I've learned to shift away from being a yes person, saying yes to everybody, just so could I could please them and enable them so they would like me and validate me, to now establishing boundaries where I could be very assertive in a way that we would leave very little room for anything to fall through the cracks. I can control that. Number two is my behavior. Is my behavior in alignment with my communication? If I'm not communicating effectively to myself, if I'm doing it for my inner critic rather than my inner champion, then if my behavior is saying otherwise, then they're not in cohesion. So I have to be making sure that if I'm speaking for my inner champion, that my behavior reflects that as well if I'm gonna connect with other people and customers to create a more valuable experience. Number three is my attitude. It's happening for me, not to me. Big difference. One is, being, one is seeing challenges, obstacles, and problems as a good thing, because without them, we can't grow and expand. When you make a mistake or we fail at something, we learn from it to move forward. If everything went right, we would become complacent and then eventually bored, and then nothing would get done. Only good things can grow and expand, and we can become more innovative and come up with new ideas when we learn from challenges. So it's happening for you, not to you. Next is your emotions, how you respond versus react to situations and other people. I can't control other people. I can't control situations, but I can control how I respond to them. Even if my, my initial primary emotion is negative, I can choose not to, re- to react from that emotion. I can choose to acknowledge it and I will deal with it, but I can choose to respond from a positive emotion, whether if I can take a breath and then respond, maybe remove myself for 10 minutes or maybe sleep on it, I'm going to respond always before I react to something. And then number five is my level of action. I can control my action each and every day. Am I being busy and not productive or am I now being more laser focused on the priorities that matter, but still having time to take care of myself and my family, having that work-life harmony. So not spreading myself too, too thin, working on my business, not uh, or not just in it, getting caught up in the day to day. So if I focus every day on those five things, operating from intentions rather from past and the future, from fear tied to outcomes and expectations, I don't have to control those same five things in other people and, and situations because it's a wasted energy. I can't control it. So th- so when I can shift my thinking away from that and now communicate more effectively, I can build rapport with people in my, on my team and my customers and my industry to create more valuable experiences. So it's learning to connect with people on shared values. We don't have to have the same values, but we can have shared values and learning how to connect with people there. We may not even agree with one another. We may not even like each other. We don't, we might have totally different backgrounds, but if I can find a value that we can connect on to find out what's best for the situation, not what I think it should be, but for what is and what we can do to find a solution, that's the type of thinking from thinking and connecting on shared values with the right communication, that's gonna build your foundation. Now, imagine you're being the example of that and a resource for your team to do for themselves. And now we're doing this together. This is what creates a winning team environment to grow and attract similar talent that, we're, that, that are coachable, that we can now build our team out and you can learn to trust the process and trust that other people can leverage your weaknesses offset your weaknesses excuse me and then you can leverage your strengths that is a recipe for success in any business no matter how big you are to, to start with you at your level you first then your team then the organization and then go from there
0: but uh, you've just you've just literally ripped the show apart okay you've just dropped 5 awesome nuggets okay and you've done it in such a way that i'm sat here thinking this is why you're a professional speaker i could listen to you talk about this for hours and i would still be enthralled i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna pick on some of the things that you've said one of the things that you said there was that challenges make us and it always reminds me of the story of when when birds are are, are born in their eggs and they have to break out of those shells and by breaking out of those shells they become strong enough to survive in the real world and then you hear people going, oh, I broke the shell for them and I helped them. No, you've just killed them. You've just yeah. absolutely damaged We're them. You've enabled them. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, I see it. And then, and then right, so that's one thing. And then I'm listening to your words about the five things you can control. We're not just talking leadership here, are we? We're talking sales. We're talking people. We're talking relationships. We're not just on about leadership. If If anyone's listening to this, please think about what Chris has just said. The next time you're talking to your favorite customer, the next time you're talking to your least favorite customer, find a value that you can both work on. Because I tell you what, I've seen some massively dysfunctional teams who have one common goal that they agree on and they become the best teams ever. And it just, it amazes me. It amazes me. Um Mate, honestly, I'm blown away by some of the stuff that you've just said there. I really, really do love that. So
1: let's let's pretend
0: for a moment that I'm running a a five-person company, okay? I'm not. Newton's Nuggets and Mental Theft is a small entity. But let's say that I'm running a five-person company, and I'm going to bring up some of the worries that I know some of our listeners have. They want to move forward and they want to push the company further. And, you know, turnovers there, profits there. They've got to worry about their people. But the worrying about their people seems to stunt their growth because they're so concerned about keeping the current income happy and keeping everybody ticking over that they don't want to push it. And I get that, Chris. I really do because you're not, these owners are not only worried about their own income and covering their own mortgage and their own bills. They're worried about the four other families that depend on this income as well. So how do we go from, because you mentioned mindsets quite a few times and I loved it. How do we go from that I'm nervous. I know I'm in a sensible place and this company could keep running as it is. Actually, if we push this, we could make something amazing for these five families and maybe even get another 10 families involved as well.
2: Yeah, I would just say that again, this comes down to communication. Communication is the lifeblood of any business when it involves people any relationship. And the th- key is, again, that relationship starts with yourself first and then eventually with other people. So one of the things is, is making sure that, you know, Rome was not built overnight. So it's not trying to t- do everything all at once. It's doing one thing at a time where then when you get good at something with that, add something else. But one of the things I find that when we're looking to grow and we're looking to expand out of our comfort zone, this is where the communication can become even more specific, clear, and concise in what I call a huddle. And now a huddle is like, you know, when you think about, you know, a team, a, a rugby team or a, a football here in America where they get into a huddle and they call a play. Think of it along those lines, but you're not actually doing that. You're not calling a play because it's not a sport, but yet what you're doing is you're getting very specific, clear, and concise with each other's role and duties in that team environment, that's gonna move the business forward. That's going to take on new opportunities to grow. And these are the things that, that when we can, you get very clear on this, a lot of times people don't have huddles, or if they do, they have them like here and there. But if we have them more frequently, we don't even have to be in person all the time. And they don't have to be long. They can be like 10, 15 minutes. But if we can be very clear on our role and our duties and be accountable, responsible, we we are less likely to be dependent on each other. We're more likely to complement each other because we know we're only responsible for what we can control. I'm not responsible for Paul. Paul's not responsible for me. But together, when we're responsible for ourselves, we can complement each other's roles. So what I'm doing will impact him favorably. What he does impacts me favorably. Then we impact the team favorably. Then eventually we create a better experience for our customers. We can grow now incrementally as a result of that. We can begin to add people that fit the chemistry and the synergy and the values that our team is 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 operating at to plug in those where we have a, a requirement where maybe we we require more talent in those particular areas. But it's not talent in itself that's going to make us successful and grow. It's how we communicate and understand each other and how our role and duties relate to one another to move things forward. So when we can do that and you and trust processes and systems more and allow us to leverage our strengths and offset our weaknesses, we can put ourselves into better situations to take more chances, more risks to grow. Are there going to be setbacks and obstacles? Yes, but that's how we learn and grow. Even if we lose a customer or two, it's okay but it's knowing that, again, we are, you know, even though we might take a few steps backwards because we're doing something different that could be better for a growth long term, we know it's going to move us now eight steps forward. It's trusting that process and just knowing that it's one step at a time. It's not about the race. It's about the precision that you come prepared and be focused each and every day that you're going to win the race, you know, long term rather than short term. So yeah it's a process that's how you look at how i teach how to look at it it's not a destination it's just that the outcomes are just a byproduct of what we could control within the process and then knowing where the areas we can get better at and make improvements to help increase revenue and thus increase our net profit margin
0: right a couple of bits you said there um the role clarity i think that's brilliant Because far too many times, especially in smaller teams, you'll see somebody who will say, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And they're trying to please everybody. Uh Okay. And then actually the problem then becomes when it starts to fall down, when they didn't quite hit the marker, when they didn't quite give the level of success we needed or the level of clarification. Now, what you said even further back, which I really loved, was when you said that you can assertively question and get exactly what you need to know. Yeah. And I think oh, those two mixed together, that's genius. Because yeah. if you can, and, and I love that you said assertively, you didn't say aggressively. You, I can't see, I've, I've met you a few times, I can't see you being aggressive and anyone annoyed with you for this, because you have a lovely way of putting things across. But I can, however, see you going, if we're going to contract this, if we're going to make an agreement of this, I need to know exactly what you want from me, and therefore I'm going to tell you exactly what I want from you. That, if that conversation happened between me and you, both of us would go, yes, let's get this right so we know exactly where we stand. If you're then talking about role clarity within your team, do you know what? It's what myself and Jesse are turning into, okay? Yeah. And we had really nice feedback a little while ago. Um, somebody new is helping our team and somebody new come in to do stuff that me and Jesse are both rubbish at, to be honest with you. And we've got a WhatsApp chat between the three of us. And a question was asked of me, and I put in the answer, and I said, this is what I think, blah, 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 blah. And then within seconds, Jesse had gone, hold on, Paul, don't forget, you need to do this, this, and this, and I'm more concerned about this and this, whereas I know what you're like, you're the entertainer, you want to jump on stage, you're worried about those things, but I want to put these processes in place so we don't have to keep coming back to you for that. My response was, tell me why, tell me why I'm wrong. And and give me a way out of this. And Jesse came back, he, he went and thought about it, came back about half an hour later and went, this, 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 and this. And I went, yeah, I really like that. Agreed. Let's go with that option, because that's better than what I said. And the other person involved just went, that is so refreshing. You know, neither of you stamped your feet and said, I'm right because I'm right. You both yeah. went, okay, I'm listening. We can do this. What's best for all of us? And it, it just works
2: it's about what what you know looking at things for what it is not what you think it should be when you take out what you think it doesn't mean that you could still put out an idea of what you think it should be but it's knowing what's best for what is overall maybe your idea isn't selected this time but maybe the next time so it's really again yeah. it's situational and what is best it's not about like who's right who's wrong and when when we can create a psychologically safe space where people you can feel like they can open up and say you know what i i don't understand this and i thought by saying something you would think i was not smart or incompetent but i feel like i can say that now now i can but instead of you doing it for me you're going to provide the resources to me that i can learn on my own or you could be an example of that that i could observe in the five things that you can control that i can do for myself that is what's so great about leading by example and it's that type of structure and culture that builds that winning team to produce at a higher level, to be more efficient, and then be open to new strategy ideas when we can look at where are the hidden revenue opportunities in our business? What revenue and profit strategies now can we implement and be open to? We don't have to be an expert in it, but we can be open to an outside resource, to a business acceleration strategist that can come in and show us how to implement them, and then take our business from... Whatever it is, and four exit, five exit, ten exit. I know a lot of times people that ten x and it's overrated. I get it, but I'm only using it to illustrate a point that these things are possible. Numbers never lie, and when they, and if you understand the power of compounding, it can dramatically change you, where your business is and where you're going. But it all starts from within, outward, and what we're doing individually as a team and as an organization communicating at a high level moving forward it's so important those are the teams paul that i find that that you know have more sustainability in winning rather than losing and when they do have a fault you know setback they don't you know you know they don't have that woe is me attitude they go what what can i learn from it where how can i grow and how can i get better than i was before
0: And a team that communicates well can openly have that conversation of plugging the gaps, plugging the skills gap, plugging the personality gaps. Because when you mentioned that earlier, without people being open about what they're great at and what they can't do and what they love doing and what they hate doing, we never understand what the gaps are and how many problems they could cause. Now, within plugging that gap, then comes into what you were also talking about, new ideas, new opportunities. Because we we had something uh, suggested to us a little while ago that i kind of stopped and went hold on they're right we're already doing this we're just seeing it as a byproduct and a waste of time because we're nice actually it is a service that could help people and if we actually put it out there and promote it as a service we could add another 50 percent onto our turnover without adding in any extra work and all of a sudden you sit back and go that idea came from somebody who really didn't understand our business how the did they do that that was brilliant so, so yeah right plugging the gap is one that i think a lot of people need to understand because the more open you are with your team about it then the more chance there is that your team will admit the things that they think they're failing at or they're they're dropping the ball on that if we build together we can plug that gap with another person that loves doing that and build yep. stronger
2: so true and it reflects outward because now when you you now you get a better understanding of your audience and what their challenges are their obstacles what are the results that they seek that they don't have now everyone's going to have you know different challenges and different results they're seeking but overall you could find something that's similar to them and if your message speaks to that because you're because the five things that we could control individually And the values that we're operating from and how we communicate, that's all gonna show up in our messaging. It's it's energy, it's gonna connect with them. They're gonna see you as not just a product or service, but someone that truly understands them, that you you're looking out for what's really important to them and you're looking to help them accomplish something that they don't have. It may your product or service may play a part in it, but it doesn't mean that it's it's the end-all in in what's gonna solve their problem. But they see you as the person that is that person who understands them that could help them connect the dots, that creates yeah. a more valuable ex- customer experience. And when people have better experiences, they do their part to, to fulfill that. And then when they do have those experiences, they they talk about it, they share that. And this is where referrals come in. So it has a ripple effect. I mean, it can, now that when your market dominating position's intact, that can help improve your lead gen strategies your con- more conversions, you understand the buyer's process better. You begin to look at how we can use joint venture and alliance partnerships. Again, communicating at a high level, connecting on shared values, finding that synergy to get more referrals and gladly paying them for those referrals. How to bundle services for better perceived value. Where can we cut costs or cut some trim off the, our, our COGS, our cost of goods sold in our and our overhead to now increase our net profit margin. Because when we can do all these things and we have our profit margin increases, we give our our businesses an opportunity to expand. We could go to a bank and get a loan to you know, take the business to another level. We might be seeking investor capital. We Investors are gonna like that when they see a higher net profit margin and more revenue coming in, they're more likely to, to infuse more capital into the business and so on. So it's a win-win. And for the business owner, it means, Now, a higher valuation, so at the time, if there's an early exit for unforeseen circumstances, you can exit at a higher business valuation. So it all comes down to planning, and it's an inside-out job for sure.
0: I love what you're saying, and I've just been reminded of a story of a friend of mine who's a brilliant communicator. He's got a team of 12 people in his business, I believe it is, but somebody started with him, he was so open about the fact that at some point you're going to want to leave or, or we're going to want to fire you or you're going to want to move on or you're going to want to move up. He was so good at pointing that out to new starts that somebody who started with him within a month had said, this job isn't right for me. Like, I'm not giving you what I wanted to give you. So my buddy actually helped him find a new job and move on somewhere else where he would be a perfect fit. And I was like, doesn't that annoy you? You know, he you started him up. He came into the business. He's not what you wanted. And he looked at me and he went, it would have annoyed me more if he stayed a year and been the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah. What, what a mindset to have. I was just like, you're so right. And he went, now I've got another buddy in another business who thinks he owes me favors when he doesn't. When he's thriving, I'm going to find the right person. I was just like, mate cut off to you that was brilliant that is brilliant and it's because he communicated the right way from the start ah uh, chris um before i ask the last question i need to ask you how do people get in touch with you how can they work with you i know you're going around doing talks for big corporates but do you work one-to-one with people do you work yes with i do Workshops as well?
2: yeah we do uh, one-to-one executive coaching we do also work with teams or companies small businesses and helping them through uh, group coaching and training as well. Uh, the best place to find out more information is, uh, of course, you can connect with me on LinkedIn at Christopher Salem. Uh, my email is chris at christophersalem.com. And I have two websites. My websites are Sustainable Success one word, .net. That talks about how we help businesses accelerate through uh, revenue and profit strategies. And then there's christophersalem.com, which is where... All my information is as a professional keynote speaker, breakout speaker, and then also how we work with uh, small businesses to mid-sized companies in the areas of leadership development, communication development, team development. So again, we combine that with the revenue and profit acceleration whole, but we build out a custom strategy specific to what that business is trying to accomplish. It's, uh, It's designed where you're working with us and you're getting me and then depend depend upon the scope of the project, if we have to bring in some other outside experts, we do. But primarily you're working just with me. And I am committed to the duration that we work together to fulfill the objectives that you're looking to accomplish. So Chris at Christophersalem.com if you'd like to reach out direct by email.
0: And just for everyone listening, I know what Jesse is like. I know all of those links will be in the show notes. So anywhere that you're listening to this, just look in the description. You will find the notes. It will have all of those for you written down. Nice and easy for you to lift and go and look on Google. Okay. Chris, I'm going to ask you that annoying question that I warned you about before we started. What's your one nugget of information you want everyone to walk away with?
2: Well, here's what I would like to share. And this starts with you, the individual. Now, the question is, the greatest gift you can give another human being is your example and resourcefulness. So I'm asking what I'm about to share is to do it for yourself and do it for 30 days. Don't miss a day and then keep going, but continue to be the example and resource of this. So here's the nugget. Give without expectation, receive without resistance. So what that is, is that when you give without expectation, you do it from a place of empathy and kindness. The difference here is when you do it for empathy and kindness, You're being the example and being a resource for others to do for themselves. This reflects, again, in the five things you can control in your communication to yourself and others, behavior, attitude, emotions, and how you react or respond versus react, and action. That's the example. And then being a resource so people can then tap into those resources to do for themselves. Now, you have to be careful that you don't do it from a place of pleasing and enabling them when you give with that expectation. That's highly codependent you're not really helping them and you're not helping yourself because you can't give from an empty cup. You always got to fill your cup first before you can spill onto others. So knowing that when when you give without expectation, put healthy boundaries up and do it from a place of empathy and kindness, not pleasing and enabling. And then when it comes back to you from somewhere else, as long as it serves you, your team and your business, or even the industry overall, you gladly receive it. When you resist things that serve you, you're not only doing yourself a disservice, but you're doing the person sending something to you a disservice and anybody around you. You're disrupting the flow of wealth, the flow of prosperity, the flow of the law of attraction, whatever you like to call it. So again, when we can learn to really understand and exhibit, give without expectation, receive without resistance across those five areas that we could control daily, over time, you're going to see your life change and your business change for the good. And I can tell you it works if you're open minded and commit to this every day. Say it to yourself as an affirmation every day before you start your day. And when you can now be the example of this and share this with your team, watch the magic begin to happen over time.
0: But very, very strangely, about a year ago, one of my friends turned to me and he goes, it- Everything going all right in the moment? I was like, mate, it's tough. It's tough at the moment. It is tough. And he said, Yeah. And he goes, Paul, you keep helping lots of other people and you keep giving out help all the time. I was like, Yeah, of course I do. Then he went, How many people do you let help you?
2: The people are helping me all the time. I, I am uh, just because I'm a coach and a mentor doesn't mean that I'm not open for help. I learn from people each and every day, and that doesn't matter how old I I learn from p- people my son's age. And we're all teachers and students simultaneously. And and as any great leader is, they are always learning as they are also being the example and resource for others. So it's a two-way street. You have to be open to learn and grow.
0: It It just blew my mind when I realized that I'm trying to do all these things outside all the time. And I wasn't letting anything come back to me. And exactly what you've just said, your cup has to be full before you can give any away. You've got to be able to receive mate, I love that. Um, Chris, unsurprisingly, we've run out of time. I know me and you could sit here and chat for hours about leadership and about sales and about people and about communication and your five things is just magical, mate. I want to say thank you very much for joining us.
2: Well, uh, first of all, I want to thank thank you and also Jesse for this opportunity to be here and, the, and, and, and provide a platform that we can share this. I'm just the messenger. I'm just a product of my experience and and i've learned you know a lot of these things the hard way and i'm just here to spread the message so other people don't have to go through all the heartache but knowing that that if you do don't resist it embrace it learn from it grow from it and become more to do unto others
0: Uh, thank you very much please go give that lovely wife of yours a hug from me and give cj a hug from me as well um from their friend that they haven't met across the pond okay uh ladies and gents we are now going to cut to the bit where me and Jesse talk about this interview behind Chris's back. He doesn't know what we're going to say and he won't find out unless he listens to the show when it goes out. So fingers crossed, he'll still like us afterwards. See you in a bit.
2: Newtons
0: nuggets. Mate, I know not many people see the little dancey bit when we have our jingles going.
1: Only when we but, accidentally make a mistake.
0: Yeah. Only the 52 times we accidentally put them out there. It's, it's awesome. I love that. I love that. And, Right, so Jesse, yet again for this interview, you were sat in the background listening to it, and I know what you're like. I know you're making notes, and I know you're having ideas, and you're coming up with new little gifts or your little pictures, and you're going, "Marketing head is on." What did you think of Chris?
1: I, it was so interesting. I, I, I mean, I've got bones to pick with him because this is Newton's Nuggets has a has a like a format. We've we started with no format. If you listen to the first show no format no nugget hey, even. we started with no cameras <laughs> well that is true but i mean yeah f- from the point that we went right we're going to do this as a podcast if you go back and listen there wasn't a nugget in that first one not a proper clear nugget it was a, there was a general message
0: <laughs> <laughs> just to warn you i'm not inviting some of those first guests back on just to get a nugget from them because some of them were just rude
1: Damien, if you're still listening it was just rude. we love you damien you're welcome back anytime you like one of us loves you damien <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah so, but he, we've got a, we've got like a structure now. And he comes in here and he goes, right, I'm going to give you five nuggets before I actually give you my Newton's nuggets for this week. Amazing. No, right. There was so much and to then, take from that.
0: And the thing is, right, he had a warning of the, he knows, knows the show and he's listened to it and he knew the structure and all of that. And when somebody comes in, it reminded me of Rick Notley, right, when he walked in and went,
1: yeah. one nugget. Why? Just went nuts yeah. with it. Yeah. When I have 20. Yeah. Listen to Chris me speak. Just,
0: <laughs> Chris walked in and went, look, we're going to talk, right? I'm going to be dropping nuggets left, right, and centre, and then I will still have something for the end of the show
1: that's going to make you go, ah, oh, what the hell? Yeah, well, that's what it makes me laugh, because some t- sometimes people do come in, and even when they know the format of the show, they drop a nugget part as part, because it comes the way that we record the show is always a very natural conversation. So sometimes the, the nugget they had planned comes up in the conversation halfway through and then they get to the end and you go, what's your one nugget? And they go, ah, crap, I've already given it. Whereas uh, <laughs> <Yeah, they laughs> he came in and was like, firing them off, firing them off, firing them off. And then, um, and then yeah, at the end of that, he went, oh yeah, I've got a separate nugget for you. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> and, when, and when
0: when, the nugget is that strong and it's it is something that I got Beaten over my head a little while back. I even remember Jesse talking with you about this because yeah. me and Jesse have a lot of conversations that will never go public when when either of us is at a low, either of us is at a high, either because it's weird. It, the whole thing is a roller coaster of, yeah, we're amazing, this is awesome, to why do people even listen to this? I don't get it. It's just wrong. Um, sometimes, why am I wearing a hat for a podcast that, you know, 99% of people listen to just the audio i still do why do it anyway going off <laughs> on, so, so me and jesse had spoken about this before that somebody what? literally told me off for not being ready to receive help finance um friendship um yeah support from people and i turned around to jesse and i was, I was talking with you about this and you kind of looked at me and you did you did one of your
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're both quite annoying at doing that to each other, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah, we are. Yeah, we really are. We we should have beaten each other up by now.
0: It was just so funny when you just kind of gave me the yeah, you didn't you didn't realize that. And it's like, no, I've been so full steam ahead with trying to help everyone else that I've kind of not realized it's to detriment of what I am trying to do. Yeah. And and Mate, it's just a lovely statement. But Give it's, without it's, expectation and receive without resistance. I,
1: what we we've talked about giving without expectation before on the show, haven't we? A couple of times. I'm pretty sure you've given a nugget similar to it before, and about doing things for other people without expecting anything back. And that's not the w- reason why you should do it. And things. And and I, I really love how Christopher really, um, sorry, Chris, um, very much um he he very eloquently put that but you're right the the receiving bit i think it's one of those things that i think especially a lot of the people that we speak to who have smaller businesses you know that confidence and building in yourself and being able to receive help from people yeah and realizing that you don't actually have to do it all on your own and I would laughed. I I even laughed during the the interview because you um you you I can't remember if it was in the interview or just before the interview. No, I am sure it was in the interview because I made a little note to myself that I was going to pull you up on it because you said, um, "Oh yeah, imagine I was in a business like we're not with with five people, we're not." And I was thinking, I can think of six people that are quite closely tied into mental theft. Now, they might not be full-time employees, but they're certainly uh, people who I would class as the yeah. finance and the legal and the administrative sides of the business.
0: Yeah, actually, wouldn't you consider it as the freelance side of the team?
1: Yeah. Oh. Wow! Oh, damn it, you've done it to me again. <laughs> Mental theft, six people, I counted. I wasn't right with it before you said that. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. Right, I just need to
0: check. I just need to check something. We have still only got three listeners, right?
1: Um, I am not allowed by you to confirm or deny that. But I'm certainly not allowed to deny it. And I am not confirming that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This will be the one, those organizations I was talking about. This will be one they listen to and go, three? Three, three listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, I think, right, is there anything else you want to talk about on Chris's show? Because I honestly, having that conversation with him, I was blown away and I'm just chuffed that he managed to make time for us.
1: Yeah, go and um. So the main link that we'll be posting is um to his like overall website, which then links off to all the other stuff. Um. So if you go into the description um for this episode, you should be able to link out to go and have a look at his website. So go and check it out. It's really good stuff. I I, I really liked his website. So um, go and have a look. Um, nice one. And thanks um, very much, Chris, honestly, for coming in.
0: And and just. Boys, go learn the five things. Okay, just, just take notes, whatever. Go learn the five things. If you're really nice, I might turn it into a workbook one day, which will just be the five things written. We, we've Thank talked you.
1: about the Newton's Nuggets book in the past, haven't we? Yeah, we have. But then mm. we've also talked about the Newton's Nuggets musical. <laughs> yeah.
0: The cartoon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The other Newton's Nuggets book.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Pauly suggested a sitcom. Oh God! Well, Paul uh, and Jesse uh, uh, do stuff.
1: Isn't that Um, already a thing? That's Newton's Nuggets. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. um, Right.
0: Shall we? Shall we move on and go to the nuggeteer of the week? Let me just say.
1: Yeah, the one thing we have done is merch. So you could go to Newton's Nuggets website. There is Newton's Nuggets merch. We did do that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Right. I think it's pretty cool. I need it a new cool. hoodie.
0: Actually, I might. I might get myself a new hoodie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Nuggeteer of the week. Have you got a um, jingle
1: set up at all? Yes. Let's hit the button now. It's time for the Nuggeteer of the week. Cool. Nice. Um, Thanks, Tony. Now, now I had to run this one by Paulie because because this was one that Paul wasn't aware of um that we had had this little review in uh and what i did was i read the whole thing to paulie and what i should have done is just said the second half of it really because yeah. the yeah, second I'm, half I'm, of the I'm review was love you paulie you're such an awesome man i mean i didn't get mentioned <laughs> what,
0: what more do we need so, yeah.
1: the first half was you guys are knocking it out of the ballpark. So, we're, I'm happy with that. That's fine.
0: You guys are knocking it out of the ballpark with your three listeners.
1: I never normally yeah. called one of the guys, but you know, I'll, I'll assume, she, I assume she means me. <laughs> Especially as she it was does. a com- comment on the Paula and Jesse show. So, it was just the two of us. Mate, that's awesome. Do you want to say who it is? Yes. So, our Nuggeteer of the Week is a lovely person called Amber Smith. We like Amber. We do, and like actually, I
0: might if she allows it. I might take you over to uh, their offices because for yeah. those of you who don't know, Amber Smith's husband was on the show a while back talking about solar and how we can get solar into our houses and homes and integrated with our lives. So, oh, it's really if you have an episode, it was brilliant, wasn't it? He's such a genius, that guy, and and they work as a team. But yeah, I'll take you over there and we'll we'll convince Amber that she needs tea and cake with us.
1: That sounds that good. That Works.
0: Right, do we have anything else we need to announce? Because next week's a Paul and Jesse show. So we could do lots of the upcoming stuff. Yeah,
1: that. I think we'll leave all of those. Um, for the record, if anybody's on... I know Spotify doesn't actually show you the episode numbers, but it's episode 128. Um, but it was this episode was called Energy Bills, Making Money, Saving Money and Saving the Planet. So what is more... It so was that episode
0: 128.
1: Yes. Oh, thank you all. All right, you cut out a little bit. I wasn't sure if you Sorry. just cut it out for me or if it was on the record. But it's yeah. episode 128. Simon I Smith guess. of SA Energy.
0: Do you know what? I've, something I found out really easy to do, whatever platform you're on, if, you're, if you just search for Newton's Nuggets and then put the name of the guest in, it comes up really easy. There you go. Thanks, Jesse, for your way of editing and formatting and making it easy
1: for us. I'm happy to have fluked that. <laughs> well done. Well done. You,
0: you thought about it well, sir.
1: Thank you. I think we're there, aren't we? Yes.
0: Ladies and gents, thank you so much for being here. You lot are awesome. We love you to bits. We don't know why you're here. I think you're nuts, to be honest with you. Listening to two dodgy blokes talk about business, and actually, that must be it for the guests. The guests are pretty down cool.
1: Yeah, the guests have been amazing. They've they've always been good, but, I mean, we're just getting such bigger and bigger names.
0: Mate, wait until you meet the lady that we've got on in a couple of weeks
1: I'm so excited
0: Dude Dude, good luck This this one's going to be fun Right, ladies and gents, thank you so much for being here Thank you so much for being awesome, we love you to bits and we will see you again next week on a Paul and Jesse show of Newton's Newton's Nuggets. Nuggets